Thank you, Lydia. Rejoice in God that we can hope in him. We have good news to share. Good news. Good news. So we have, let's see, we need the keyboard. We got that, the keyboard stand. We've got the cart, the black music stand, pastor's computer and computer bag, the great shepherd boxes, the admin box, the snack box, prize box one, one, two, and the take-home bags we got. Let's go. This is kind of sort of what happens at Good News Club. We invade Harrison Elementary School with all of our stuff because we've got good news. We've got good news, good news, good news to share with all of the kids at Harrison Elementary School. That was easy, guys. We didn't have to go through three locked doors all sign in, did we? That's normally what we have to do at Good News Club. Don't mind us, we're just setting stuff up here. when we go to Good News Club, there are all kinds of little details and little things that have to be taken care of. And see, many hands make light work. Everybody working together. Somebody was asking about what printing things are. Look at all these printing things we have to bring in every week. All different little activities, crafts. Oh, and we can't forget our schedules. So all your crafts and everything are over here. Pardon me. They should be in the resource pack right here. Here you go. They let us put up signs too. Actually, this year we got to leave this sign hung up right outside our room all week long, not just on the day of club, all week long. So what happens at Good News Club is we get there at about 2.15, and we have to all sign in, check in with the school, as I said, go through three locked doors to get in, and then we get into the LGI room when we start to set up all of our stuff, and the school has graciously given us a beautiful room with tech and everything, and um, could I get the projector turned on? I'm going to try to log into this here, and here's what's fun is sometimes the Apple TV works, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes they give us a screen and it's old, like 20 five years old, and it doesn't work, but 
God has worked it out every single time, sometimes more hassle and pain than we wanted to. Boy, you guys are pros. Okay, Faith, can you help get the snacks out too? We got to get the snacks out too for each of the grades. Yeah, I'm trying to get up on the screen here, and it's just like at the school. It's just not here right now. Let's see. Do we have to power cycle this? I have to do this sometimes at the school. Now, you might be wondering, this is a weird sermon, Pastor. I've never even seen you preach a sermon like this. You're right, it is. I wanted to share with you how some of the things at Good News Club work. Sometimes we think of Good News Club as, you know, there's a teacher, and that's important. There's a teacher. And there's one who teaches a memory verse, and that's important too. But really, there are a lot of needs for deacons. Deacon simply means servants. And so there are lots of servants to help set up the tables, to help put things in order, to get things ready so that when the children arrive, we can minister to them. And so we get there oh, about a half hour early and we start to set up. And you can tell, these are pros now. And don't let them intimidate you because you all can be a pro in no time. Um, you learn fast, all kinds of activities. Why? Look at this. You guys are even on top of it. You know that this craft this week needs glue. You guys are good. And, oh, yes, finally that thing is rebooted. If ever you guys ever wonder what I'm trying to do playing with this, it's because of silly stuff like this. Did we get up there? Let's see. So we get everything set up. I'm showing here that I'm on. Is there any reason back there? Am I on black screen? I'm showing it as ha having it on and connecting. Yep, we can do it that way. Oh, look, we're working, we're working. So welcome, welcome to Good News Club. Thank you all. You want to just find a spot here, and we're going to talk through a few things. You can sit at the tables here, or you can sit here in the pew. We're going to talk through a few things. And I'd like to show everybody what we do when we go to Good News Club. You can see everybody kind of has a little job, little different places. There are what we call grade shepherds, and we have helpers, we have teachers, and just all different people coming together like a body to help accomplish the ministry of Good News Club. What is Good News Club? Good News Club is an after-school Bible program that is held in any school as an after-school program. So in 2001, Child Evangelism Fellowship had a lawsuit with actually a school here in Indiana where they were not allowed to have an after-school club in a public school. 
And so the case went all the way to the United States Supreme Court, where the Supreme Court ruled that if a school allows any outside group of any kind into the school to do any kind of after-school program, they have to let Christians in too. It's basically you can't do reverse discrimination. can't give them special treatment, but you also can't exclude them. If you allow any group from the outside in, you have to allow Christians in, and so you have to allow good news clubs. So since 2001, and actually the good news clubs have been around long before that, but very specifically after 2001, good news clubs have blossomed up in public schools all across the United States. For many years, since 2003, we have tried to get into Harrison Elementary, and I won't review the entire story, but we've prayed for a long time that we could go into our local public school right here in our neighborhood and be able to tell the children the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we were blocked, we were told no, it didn't matter that the Supreme Court had ruled in our favor, and long story short, we were allowed, then we weren't allowed, then we were allowed, then we weren't sure if we were allowed, And this spring, scheduling to start on February 14th, Valentine's Day, was the easiest of all times to get into the school. And we're scheduled to go back on February 14th. What it is is an after-school program. It starts immediately after school when school is dismissed, and it goes until about 4.45. So school is dismissed at a staggered release from 2.45 to 3 p.m., And then we have the kids then from 2.45 to 3, all the way until 4.45 and 5 o'clock. That's when our dismissal wraps up normally is by 5 o'clock. And in this time, we do all kinds of different things with the children. Um, When they first, well, when we first arrive, this is our room. It's called the LGI room here at Harrison Elementary School, and it kind of looks like this when it's arranged. And we don't have to invade with tables and chairs. There's already tables and chairs in the room, enough for everybody. But we... We invade with all of our other stuff, all of our other stuff. And we rearrange the room, we set up the tables, and a typical table looks kind of like this. That's what you see up here on these places here. So each of the children are registered, and they come in, they all have a name tag, a badge. And so when they come in, they put their name tag on, and then they have all of their crafts and their coloring pages and things set out there ready for them to go. We also, every week, have a little snack for them. some of these children, some of these children actually only ever eat when they're at school, um, which is a tragedy. But um, we always have a snack for them because we don't want growling tummies distracting them from learning the good news or hearing about the good news. So we have a little snack for them, and then we have um, some crafts and things for them. We also have at each grade, each grade has a table. So here, this would be the fourth grade. They're the yellow kids with the yellow badges, and here we have second grade down here. Oh, Elijah, can we put up our second grade sign so everybody can see? There we got our second graders. And so we may fill these tables. Let's see, we had how many kids in the first grade last year? Was it like 14? Yep, Mrs. Rinks had those. It was a big crowd. So obviously they had to have two tables to fit everybody on there. But when the kids first arrive, and again, they're stagger release, so they come in in grades, they, they, find, they come in and they check in with Miss Brianna. And I wonder, do we maybe have any kids who want to who wanna come up here and, at the table here and do some coloring? Any kids that want to come? Oh, I knew there would be some. So we got one, two, three, four, five. I think we're limited. Maybe, let's see here. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Those who raise your hands first, I'm going to have too many. You come on up here, but you got to wait. You got to check in. Miss Brianna meets you at the door. So let's imagine the door is right here. So everybody's got to come and line up here at the door. So 
In Good News Club, all the children have to have permission to attend from their parents. So coming this week, oh my, we're going to have a whole crowd. Let's see if we can handle it all. All right. I'm going to ask you if you could hold back. Um, let's see. We got one, two, oh, one, two. Are you going back or are you staying? We can make it work, right, guys? We'll figure it out. All right. Oh, there's more coming. Okay, it's closed. Registration's closed. Today, but at Good News Club, I don't think we're going to do that. There are 600-plus students at Good News Club, and they each have to fill out a registration come if they're going to come to Good News Club, and their parents have to sign it and fill out all this fun information. And then when they come, Brianna compares what we've gotten from the registration form with the children, and then she finds out what grade they're in. She writes down that they're here in the today's date, and then she has them go sit at whatever table they're going to sit at, whatever grade that they're a part of. And when they go sit down then at the table, they begin to color, and they enjoy their snacks. We didn't have registration forms. Nobody here is allergic to, um, is allergic to applesauce or um, goldfish crackers, are they? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Okay, that's one of the things on the form, registration, but you're not eating any, okay. Um, any allergies, and so we have to make sure that our snacks aren't anything that are gonna trouble the kids. So they get registered. Now here's one of the areas we're gonna need a new helper for, is because Brianna is not gonna be able to be a part of our club this spring, and so we need somebody to take over her role as greeter and attendance and prize table person and also dismissal or so forth. It's a person, that's a role, that's a ministry, that's a part of all of this. So now we've got all these kids gonna be busy, busy. So what happens when the kids arrive they get their name tags all on. They get everything ready. You can see the tables are all set up nice and orderly. You see that? There you see Bruce. He's got his table all. I mean, it's, that's like picture perfect. But you know what? It doesn't last long. It turns into lots of fun. So what happens is, is that as the children arrive, they each go to their tables, and at each table there is a grade shepherd and a helper. And the great shepherd helps the kids with their crafts. And really, this is a time where we can have it all the way to one-on-one, one-on-one time. And this is a time when you color with the kids, you talk with the children, you listen to the children, you ask them if they have any prayer requests. We have little cards for them to write out prayer requests, for them to write down what they would like to talk to Jesus about. And we put them in the Jesus can because we pray and we know Jesus can answer our prayers. And so they put them in the Jesus can. And they're so precious. I know many of you have heard them. We've shared them with you before of some of their prayer requests of how much they love Jesus and some of their struggles that they want to talk to God about, knowing that God can help them. And so this time is of sharing together at the tables and learning um, and talking together and growing together. Just to give you a big picture of it then, what we do then is we gather together all in a group and we sing some songs, we give some announcements, we review the rules. You see the up rules over there, sit up, look up, listen up, hand up, and zip up. Those are our up rules and we review those every single week and we go through our word ups and so we have a Bible lesson. Here you can see the enthusiastic Christopher teaching David and you see our giant Goliath in there. This was actually from a few years ago and we got to do this series again. And learning about God knows our hearts and how important it is to follow God. 
So we typically have small group time from 2.45 to 3.20. All the kids then gather together. We invite them to come to church, invite their families, and then we review our word-ups. These are truths we've learned, and these are the word truths that we're going to learn this spring. We're going to learn about how important it is to follow Jesus. Jesus called to his disciples and said, follow me. We're going to be learning about Peter and following Jesus. And we learn that we need to all follow Jesus. We're going to learn that Jesus has awesome power. We're going to learn it's true. Jesus is alive. We're going to learn that Jesus forgives sins. We're going to learn that the gospel, the good news is for everyone. And we're going to learn that God hears and God answers. And this is an overview of each week of Good News Club we're going to have this spring. And I'm looking forward to it. We're learning about Peter from when Jesus calls him all the way through to the very end of the time. And so we have a Bible lesson, then we kind of a group time. Later we have a game, and we also have memory verses that we work through. And so it's lots of activity, lots of, lots of um, learning about the Bible. But pray for us even if you can't join us. Pray for us, because it is a very difficult challenge in this ministry. I'll share one of the difficulties is, is that many of the children you see up here this morning, they have in their home the Bible taught on a regular basis. Praise God. Thank you, moms and dads. Keep on teaching your kids the Bible. It is so very important. That's not true for most of the Good News Club kids. Some of them have no idea what it means to pray. The first day we're teaching them what it means to pray. Simply that it means to talk to God. They have no idea what the Bible is, that it's God's word. Some of them really have no concept or idea of who God is. Very little, and so it's very hard sometimes to communicate. With that said, though, there are some kids who do know it. They're just right there, and you can tell that they are um, at home learning about the Bible and at church learning about the Bible. But many, they're not. So there's a whole spectrum, and it's very hard to know how to interact. And that's one reason why I don't think we can have too many helpers. Because as much as we can have helpers, we can get all the way down to one-on-one -on -one of helping, helping the children and talking to them. Because you'll find that sometimes uh, you have to be very personable, really one-on-one, -on -one and being able to minister to them. And so it's really exciting opportunity that we have. But pray for us in that way, even if you can't help. You might notice here that this is a family activity. You say, how is it a family activity when the kids are just there and the parents aren't? Well, if you notice here, we do have family activities. You see here, there's different people here. When I go to Good News Club, I don't just go by myself. I bring at least two of my kids, and sometimes we wrote and rotate, and sometimes we don't. And they write and engage. You see Elijah here. He's not very old. He's a little older than the children, and he's a helper, and he's able to just go right in and help with the crafts. He's able to talk to the children, ask them what their prayer requests are. It's actually wonderful to have helper children present because the helper children can actually model different things. Do you know that some children have never heard another child pray? Think about that, how much it is that we are comfortable and knowing that children, and expect that children can pray, and how good it is for children to see children just a little older than them, praying for them, praying together with them. It's a way for me as dad to work with my kids. Amy and her kids come, and they work together. The Randall children work together. It can also be something that's outside of the family side. This year, the, the, the Abnauers this fall helped us, and it was also a family activity. 
There's another way that it's a wonderful way of being a family activity, and that is, is learning together. Good News Club isn't just at school. You can do Good News Club at home. In fact, if I were to create an ideal situation, I would say for all of the teachers to first teach the lessons at home to their children, even for children to teach the lessons to mom and dad at home, and then take what we learn at home and bring it to the gates of the city. What do I mean by the gates of the city? Well, in Psalm 127, it speaks of a father and his children and of how he is mighty in the gates of the city. The gates of the city are the public public parts of a community. It's where people come to do business. People come to do government and judging and ruling. And the Psalms speaks of fathers, of families, and raising children to sit in the gates. This is in a situation in which families, moms and dads, can go and can sit in the gates of the city, can engage our society. You might even use the word enemies. Because when we go into this situation, the people behind the counter are not the enemies, and the children at the table certainly are not the enemies. But when we are going forth to share the good news, there is someone who doesn't like the good news going forth. Our adversary, the devil, our enemy. And when we engage in this, there is certainly a battle that, in, that ensues, that begins, and we are in a real spiritual battle in, as we are in the community, as we are seeking to share the gospel. And so there's lots of things. Just as another note, it may not be the little children teaching mom and dad the Bible story lessons. I have an idea for you. Take the curriculum home and grandmas and grandpas teach grandkids the, the Good News Club lessons. And that gives you the practice where you do it just not at Good News Club, but you have a Good News Club at home, in your family, in your extended family. So the Good News Club, I ideally is something that begins in our own homes, in our own families, and then we take as a family and we go and we engage the world around us in seeking to minister and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Why is Good News Club so important? If you have your Bibles, take your Bibles and turn with me to the last chapter of Matthew. Matthew chapter 28. Matthew 28. Matthew 28. Jesus said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. We have a commission to go and teach all nations. We share the gospel in Acts, it says, with every creature. This is an opportunity we have. There are many other opportunities. This is just one, one opportunity we have to go and to share the gospel with precious children. Children we don't have the opportunity always to see or have contact with in any other way. And together as a body of Christ, we can go into this place and fulfill and obey 
the commands of Jesus in teaching all nations. The goal is not just to have these children there at Good News Club. Good News Club is beyond just Good News Club. It's hard to go beyond here because sometimes it seems that this is where it stops. But there's much more that needs to happen because the real goal and the long-term goal is to see children saved, to see these children discipled, and to see them along with our help sharing the gospel with moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, and other friends. Seeing other family members believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. See them added to Jesus Christ's church, his church, that his church may grow. It's wonderful how many testimonies have come of different people over the years who have participated in ministries like this. And sometimes the children we don't ever see again until they're adults. And then we find them and hear their testimonies of how their first exposure to the gospel was as a child in different ways. Here is one way that we can engage with the children. We can reach out to children with the gospel. Now, I encourage you, it's a family activity. It is a family activity. In my particular case, because of my heavy responsibilities in administration and overseeing of the situation as the team leader, I just bring my older children. But the truth of the matter is, as long as we have room, entire families can come, and you can come as moms and have your kids sit right next to you there along with the children and teaching and instructing them. It is an opportunity for us all to engage in sharing the gospel. Train them up from very little to learn to share the good news of Jesus. All different ways of learning it. Teaching the good news, even from little young children, all the way up as to teenagers. And then I know some of you have jobs you can't take off in the middle of the day. But can you set an alarm every Tuesday between those seven weeks on your phone or somewhere to remind you to pray for us? Because you can participate in Good News Club without being at Harrison Elementary School. You can be a part of Good News Club from your home in interceding on our behalf. We need wisdom. We need strength. We need the Spirit of God. It's really Him, the Holy Spirit of God, who is ultimately the one who works with these children. And so we have this opportunity to go and to share the good news, the good news of Jesus Christ. Let me share a few other details of some of the different parts in which people can help. You see, we have lots of things to print and organize, and that's kind of, that was something that doesn't have to be, it's actually best to be done ahead and organized together. Um, there's a little bit of struggle with it because we want the club to keep growing, so we never know quite how many to print. But um, printing is a ministry that is there, there is also a ministry of procuring the snacks, planning ahead, going, buying the snacks, buying them ahead, organizing them, getting them ready for the club, at the club, setting them out, getting them ready. We have a prize table. That's what Brianna was setting up over here. So on the prize table, we have everything from these cool little toys. These are popular, where the kids get to play with these. And, and colored pencils to Bibles. It's actually very intriguing to us of how many of the children will save up their points to buy a Bible 
with their points. How do they get points? Well, on the back of their name tags, there's different ways they can, they can earn points. They can earn a sticker that gets on the back of their tag by being there for attendance. They can get a sticker for learning this week's memory verse. They can get a sticker for remembering last week's memory verse. They get a sticker for good behavior. At the end of the day, you get a sticker for good behavior, and you get a sticker for bringing a friend. And then also, each week, we send the kids home with a little take-home bag. And inside this bag, Hannah, could you grab me one of those things right out of that bag, please? There was one bag in there as a sample. Each week, all the kids get a little bag, take-home bag, and in this bag is a snack, typically like a gummies. And then there's a bookmark to help them learn their memory verse and review their memory verse. And then there's this little thing that's called a quiet time. And this is for children to begin to learn to have a quiet time with God. And it's a little devotional that guides them to spend, to look at a scripture and to meditate on that scripture and to answer some questions and some activities to interact with it. And so we give them prizes if they bring their, this back and they've completed it and done it. Um, since the previous week of club. And then when they get their stickers, they can redeem their stickers for these prizes at the prize table. So there's another way of helpers. There's one who can help to buy the prizes and get them all organized, and then also one to be at the club to help the kids check out their prizes. And then there's also what is very obvious, the teaching times. This, we have different curriculums that we have. There are six lessons to each set of curriculum. And we need teachers. Um, I've done some of the teaching. Others have done some of the teaching. And it's a great opportunity to be able to learn to teach and to be able to teach. So there's teaching of the Bible lesson. There's also teaching of the memory verse to help children to understand the memory verse and then also help them in memorizing the memory verse. And so that's another part of, of Good News Club in is the teaching part. And that's up in front of the whole group. But then there's another part of it that's really helpful, and that's this one-on-one -on -one time. Now everybody's being so quiet today because I'm doing all the talking. But normally, you would have conversations and ask them questions and talk to them. And sometimes it's reviewing the Bible lessons. Sometimes it's just talking about their life. Sometimes it's talking about the Bible verse. And so there's lots of discipleship that takes place right here at the table. I'm thrilled to hear my kids come home asking questions of what other kids have asked questions, and they're not quite sure how to answer these new friends' questions. Oh, that thrills my heart to hear these children asking questions of my children and my children then not just brushing them off, but truly wanting to know the answers to these questions. This is so, so special and a really important part of this ministry. I wonder, I know this is absolutely unique for a Sunday morning message and all of these details. Um, let me start with my team. Is there some things that I absolutely, totally missed that I need to talk about? Hannah. Singing. Oh, yes. Is there someone who would like to come play our song for us? This is our theme song. You all know this song. Is there somebody who can play this song? Oh, my by ear player disappeared. Do you know this by ear? It's our, oh, we have a songbook in this box. Could you grab that songbook, Brianna, and pull that for her? Danielle, could you play it for us? We have singing. So not just um, once in the time of Bible hour, but we, 
uh, not Bible Hour, in Good News Club, but we start off with the song, then later on we sing another song, and then at the end we have a time of singing as we are organizing the kids for dismissal, and we just sing them out. Here, here in Bible Hour, we sing them in. At Good News Club, we sing them out. And as they're individually signed out by parents, we do that. So let's all, let's all stand up and let's sing, sing our theme song, Good News, Good News. we need a team. We talked a little bit about it. Yes, the Jesus can. This is really precious for you, isn't it? it is. This is very precious to have children share their prayer requests and very, they're very intimate and raw and it's, it, it's humbling for all of us to be so sincere in our needs and prayers to our God. Yes, the Jesus can for praying. Did I miss anything else? Yes. Dismissal. The thing that is hardest with Good News Club is paperwork. So we've got, I shared with you, the registration forms. We have registration forms. Every child has to have a signed registration form and has all of their details, emergency contact, all of that kind of stuff. So this is, this is all put into a, a, a nice spreadsheet. Here you can see if it's up there, yeah. Um, we have a spreadsheet where it kind of overviews and all of the kids and all of the information, this sheet goes into this. And then on the attendance sheet, when Brianna, whoever is greeting the children, she has the date of the day for that sheet and she initials that they're there, they're present. And then at dismissal, um, we actually use a group chat. And so two, one or two people go out and stand outside the school where we greet the parents. And this is actually another ministry part of this is to meet the parents or the guardians. And the parents have to sign out their child. So once a parent signs out their child, then the group text alerts saying, hey, so-and-so is ready to be sent out. And so then that child is sent out at that time. And a child, everywhere a child goes, they go with at least two people. So there's, everybody is together. And uh, so attendance is happening at the beginning and then dismissal is happening at the end. Did I summarize that clear enough? That's an aspect where, Mrs. Nelson, if you're going to participate again, hoping you are, but if you are, we're probably going to want somebody out there because a lot of the children, or the children do know English, but a lot of the parents don't. So Brianna had some fun using Google Translate and, and her own Spanish, but then those few times, I think at least once, where it was like, this is not working. And so it's a a ministry there to parents and that's actually a really wonderful way of again being able to have that friendly contact because they come they sign out the child and then they got to wait for the kid to come gotcha no 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 but 
it's, a, it's an opportunity for us to share and to build a relationship and ideally, ultimately, to be able to share the gospel with, with these, these parents as well as the children. Am I clear? So attendance, dismissal. Anything else I missed? Yes, one thing I'd like to encourage you, is that in this box here? No. Our boxes need to be checked on stock. She mentioned the wordless book. Is there a wordless book in there, Elijah? These are the Great Shepherd boxes, and they should have everything you need. How many of you know what a wordless book is? Oh, good. Good, good. Um, I know there is, they're over there in there. I just saw them. Here we go. Here's a little one. So this is another way of, again, the Great Shepherd times of where the Great Shepherds can take and one-on-one be able to use the wordless book to be able to share the gospel with children. Share the gospel. Bruce, you want to go through this? Would you mind going point by point through it real quick? Maybe not. Okay. What's the color black represent? If you know, just shout it out. Sin. For, the way, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, for the wages of sin is death. What's the red stand for? Jesus' blood. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. There's no forgiveness of sins. And Jesus, the perfect Son of God, came to earth, lived a perfect and sinless life. He had no sin, but he shed his blood to wash our sins away. And what's the white stand for? White as snow, our sins, though they be red like crimson, when Jesus' blood washes them away, they're as white as snow. And then, what does the gold represent? What's it represent? The streets in heaven, yes, the Bible tells us the streets of heaven are paved with gold. Now, I'm going to tell all of you teachers another thing I add to this. I think there's also something special about the gold in that it is a treasure. Gold is a treasure. And we all, when we believe on Jesus, receive a treasure, the Holy Spirit. And he is the guarantee of our resurrection and home in heaven. And so, even though... We, we think of heaven as something in the future. We have received the earnest, the little bit of something that is to come, which is the Holy Spirit, which is gold. And then the green cover represents what? Growing, growing in Jesus Christ. And so we grow in the Lord Jesus Christ, both in the knowledge of him and also in his strength and goodness day by day. As we see him and know him, we are changed to be more like him. So that's the wordless book, and that's an opportunity to see you can present it in a group like this, but it's really effective when you can share it one-on-one with a child or one-on-two with children to be able to help them to understand the truths of that wordless book, which is the gospel. It's the good news. It's what it is all about. Thank you, Mrs. Rinks. Anything else that I need to mention? Did we cover everything? Elijah, are you doing a good job on your crossword puzzle? See, he enjoys these as much as the kids. It's it's wonderful opportunity. Now, how about all of you? Do any of you have any questions? Yes. 
Yes, they do. He asked, does the school require background checks? Let me show you something. This is our list of teachers. You'll see the green bar there shows me what training teachers have had. All, all people that help with Good News Club have to have a minimal amount of training. There's a certain training that is required for all volunteers. Um, there's a video training, and it doesn't take very long for that. It's about less than two hours for, to volunteer. If you're going to be a teacher or a counselor, um, it's about four hours of video training, and you have to complete this training. You also have to complete a background check that is conducted by Child Evangelism Fellowship and a background check that is completed by the South Bend Community School Corporation. So background checks are required. There's also an interview that's required and an agreement you have to sign in, in that as well. So yes, background checks are required in addition to an agreement that needs to be signed and that basically is saying here are the policies, particularly in preventing child abuse. And then, um, and then um, the training, which is a part of, of things, of how to teach Bible lessons and that kind of thing. So yes, if you're interested, you do have to complete a minimum of about a two-hour video training. There are live classes too, so if you're like one of those who really wants to learn, and they're great too, the Child Evangelism Fellowship sponsors, but those are also available. Any other questions? Yes, Mrs. Ellinger. What kind of games do we do? Well, I have to tell you, thank God for the creativity of individuals in the Fleming family because each year so far we've done this. I don't know who it is. Is it a joint effort or is there one particular person? Mom, mother, she is the one, and she has designed wonderful games that are themed according to the lesson. So... Um, we have those word ups, so each, each week we have a lesson. So here in, in Peter, the first one is follow Jesus. So all through that club, we'll say word up, and the kids will say follow Jesus. And she has designed games for every club that are small group games. So this, the, this, the grade here, the grade here, they each do the activity, and, um, and it's themed after the lesson. Sometimes it's a ball tossing game or a ball rolling game or a tossing a ring game. We used to do it where it was a combined with review, but that was just disastrous. It wasn't disastrous, it just wasn't working. So now we just play the game for fun. Um, and that's working better because one of the things is these kids gotta move sometimes. And so yes, we do play, we do play a game. Any other questions? Yes, sir. Right, because we have a mission here that is more than just sharing the good news or what we would call evangelism. In fact, the word here, teach, is the word to disciple, to make disciples. And so it's very important that we not only share the good news and evangelize the children, but that we disciple the children. There's different ways of doing this. Ultimately, the goal is that they get into a Bible-believing local church. Now, I'm saying that very specifically because it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be this local church. Um, some of these children have grandmas and grandpas who want them to go to church with them, and they end up going to church with grandmas and grandpas. Um, other times, it's, 
it's where parents don't let them go to church. Where for us, we need to be prepared, and this is where part of the discipleship continues, and this is where it gets more difficult because it's not just that good news club, ministry, discipleship. Ideally, there's a need for grade shepherds, for helpers, and even other people from the church that maybe can't be there on Tuesdays to make visits in their home, to look for the opportunities to share the gospel with their parents, to be able to disciple them in life, to invite them to church. We can't make them come to church, but to invite them to church. And then when they do come to church, that we remember their names when they don't have their name tags. That's what I have a hard time with. And that we are looking to be able to loop them in. So here in our church, um, we have every single Sunday morning our different Bible hour, which is geared for families and all ages. And then during the morning service, we have a main thing. And ideally it is for the church to be together. But we do have a class. The Tolosas are teaching it right now for those who are still learning to sit still, those who are learning, still learning to be a part of the corporate body of Christ for a way of them to transition. The ultimate goal is for the body to be together and for the church to be together. But that class is there for the specific intended purpose and goal of transitioning children from no idea of what the body and the church is to, to disciple them in, to be able to join us here in the time when the whole body joins together in worship and in continuing in prayer and in the apostles' doctrine. And that's a very important part of it. So there's an idealistic perspective, and I can't say that it's come to fruition quite the way I would idealistically picture it, but that would be what I would see as a vision and a goal for us as a church. And then to also recognize that there are, there are other Bible-believing churches in the area, and some of them may go to those churches, and that would be glorious. And we'll know the fruit of that return that the Spirit gives, maybe not until heaven, but we will rejoice as we hear of it. I've, I've heard stories of that um, already of different people who have no idea who led them to the Lord and who it was and how God has led them and grown them. Wonderful question. Nathaniel. So some of the ways that I followed up with children, um, sometimes, just so you know, we get bogus information on registration forms. It really hurts when that happens, but sometimes we do, and we've totally lost track of children. Um, other ways we have followed up with children is um, there's different ways. Sometimes it's where they maybe didn't get a prize they wanted or they wanted a Bible and we didn't have them at the last day of club, and that's been an opportunity to be able to visit and follow up with them. We've also gone and sought to make visits. It's kind of a mixture of when do you make a phone call ahead and when do you just show up. It's a struggle there, but we'll go and we'll give them a gift uh, as a family. We've done Bible storybooks. We've done Gospel of John challenges and different things like that and follow up. We invite them to Memorial Day, and again, we invite them to church. So those are just some ways that I'm aware of, and I know others have sent postcards and other ways of touching base. And the opportunities and other options are, are limitless. Any other questions? Well, there is a whole lot to just dump on you, and... Um, I had planned to do this on a Sunday afternoon, and Pastor Virgil and I were talking, and we thought, you know what? Let's include and seek to give and to let the whole church, or more of the church, be able to have a picture and understanding 
of what's going on on Tuesday when we talk about Good News Club. And so that really our biggest goal is twofold. One, that if you're available and would like to help us, that you join us. And then more importantly, that if you can't join us, and if you do join us, please, 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 please pray for us and pray for these precious children that they would hear the gospel, believe the gospel, they would receive the Lord Jesus Christ, and that they would share the gospel, and we might see many added to Christ's church. That's our goal. So, if you can help us, help us. You can see the dates in your bulletin and the times. Um, let me know if you can help us, what ways you'd be interested in helping. If you can't help us on Tuesdays, but you'd like to help in other ways, let me know. We'll see what we can fit together and do. Um, but please, please, all of you can help us by praying for us, praying that God would help us and that God would give increase and bring forth fruit. Just before we wrap up, any last questions? Well, let's pray together. Kids, can you put your crayons down? We're going to pray together, okay? We're going to talk to Jesus. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the commission you've given us, the job, the task that you have set before us. Lord, I pray that you would lead each one here today, that you would lead them in how you would have them to participate, however that may be. I pray that you would make it clear and that you would lead. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would glorify yourself through us. Lord, may your gospel, your word, go forth and have free course and be glorified at Harrison Elementary School. Continue to give us grace and favor in the eyes of the administration. Also, Lord, pour grace in the eyes of the higher-ups that we might also be a witness to them, that they might know you, receive you, that they might use their positions of influence to spread your word even further. Lord, we desperately need you. These children desperately need you. Our community desperately needs you. And we are so thankful that you are our hope, that you are our joy, that we can hope and rest in you. May you be glorified. You alone are worthy of honor. And we pray all these things in your name. Amen.